Okay, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new Rugby Muscle podcast. I'm your host, as always, TJ, and there is no guest today. We are back once again, just sort of, I'm sort of touching base with you guys, but I'll be answering a question, and that's something that I want to do a lot more of with a new series as this summer sort of kicks into gear and we kick into a potential rugby season that might be happening. Um, I know you guys will be having lots of questions, so um rather than do the long form q and a's we start to get into slightly smaller um more digestible just single question or single yeah single question answers that will be coming your way in the podcast feed um and in the and in the youtube channel which if you're here right now you should please uh feel free to subscribe boom look at that don't forget to subscribe um of course, if you're on the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to subscribe to both, of course. And if you want a free consultation, or if you want to win a free month of Team Rugby Muscle, um, which is world class uh, rugby strength and condition delivered straight to you in your inbox with lots of tra- lots of not just a training program, but lots of mindset education, lots of stuff going on there. Really good stuff in the inside the Rugby Muscle Academy. Then all you have to do is give us a five star review. And um, I'll be looking to hook some of you guys up with that. So on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Type up what you think of the podcast. I I get regular emails and um, Instagram DMs from people telling me how much they've enjoyed it. And I'm like, well, have you given us a review? And they're like, oh, no, let me go do that. And then they get a free uh, consultation or they get a free month of Team Rugby Muscle. So if you're listening and you haven't done that yet, please do so. Um, otherwise, just enjoy this content. Ask any questions. Let me see if I can pull up a, a another thing that's going to say. Ask questions in the comments below. But before we get into that question, I want to uh, make some sort of announcement, I guess. Um, if you have been following the podcast and been following the Rugby Muscle YouTube channel for some time, you know that I'm not a big fan of sponsors, particularly supplement sponsors or clothing sponsors. I just think that they're not worth the time or the hassle especially on the back end that they get me when people um, end up following through and the, the quality isn't quite what it's got to be there. I need to only be sponsored by companies, products that I really trust in. So with that in mind, rugby season is coming up, bars are opening up, and it's time for you and all of us to properly start taking care of ourselves. And I'm not going to be beating around the bush here because there shouldn't be one there shouldn't be anything to beat around because we have been sponsored now by manscape.com um manscaped have now launched in the uk um so everyone has access to high quality male grooming um basically you know i can say what i want about this product because they've they shipped this one and they want us to be completely honest um look at how cool this box is by the way it comes in a beautiful box it's almost like it's an apple product it's yeah very well taken care of i'm not going to do that because i've already opened it and used it look at this bad boy right here it is a fantastic the lawnmower is absolutely a fantastic contraption it's waterproof so um you can you can use it in the shower um yeah you can keep it clean in all senses you can just take care of yourself you're not using the same um not using the same shaver to shave your face and your and your nether region. I think it's something that is imperative for guys these days, especially like I said, even if uh, you've been sleeping on your own for forever, 
maybe you're just you know you don't want to get that shit from the boys about having that big hairy bush you want to let your boy stand there loud and proud with no bush hiding around it or covering it up should i say it makes sure that you can keep it clean not just because it's in the shower but in terms of like nicking yourself which is the fucking worst so get around that um and in fact, get around it, get around the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 or even the 3.0, and you can get it now for 20% off and free delivery by using the code RugbyMuscle at checkout. It also helps support the Rugby Muscle brand, but more importantly, it helps support your brand, your personal brand, your personal everything if you use the Lawnmower. Um, from the guys at Manscaped and use the code RugbyMuscle at checkout to get yourself 20% off and free delivery. And that works. That code is good both in the UK and the US. Um, like I say, they're trying to really branch out and really help everyone take care of their own male grooming. It is now solved. We're all sorted. Um, thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring the show. And thank you guys for using the RugbyMuscle code at checkout and supporting the show. Now, after that, let's actually get into the question, shall we? And it comes in uh, from, let me, um, I'm going to have to pause this and look him up. It comes from Tom Reese 9 who says, macros for players. It's actually not a question. It's a statement with a, a question mark behind it. But I get what you want. I think you want to understand what macros rugby players should be eating. And this is a good start to, and a good place to start our nutrition series and uh, getting everyone to understand what rugby nutrition is and should be looking like for rugby players versus, you know, general health people and whatever. And so there are a few different things that go into it, but, um, uh, I, I do like to start with macros because it's a very good starting base because it, everything, is encompassed by macros in terms of um, like that is going to be the main dictator of um, your success or failure on any given diet. And I always come back to uh, tracking because it is a fine balance. Now, if you're interested in uh, fat loss or muscle gain, we've done a series on both of those things, um, both in terms of your training and your nutrition, which I'll link in the description below. So go over watching either one of those if that is your concern. Otherwise, um, this one is going to be talking about overall general macros for rugby players under consideration. So, um, like I say, always come back to tracking because it is it's that fine balance of like um, nutrition in general is such a fine balance because if you you have too much too many calories consistently, um, you're going to put on unnecessary weight, um, and that is just going to inhibit you if your performance because it will be like you're trying to play your game with a weighted vest. Not only is it going to, you know, fatigue you faster in terms of your conditioning, it's also going to, you know, make you somewhat less agile, less fast because you've just got more mass to move around, um, you know, and you, you'll be able to, you'll, you'll have to feel heavier, um, as you're moving around the field for 80 plus minutes. So not a good thing to end up chronically eating too many calories. Likewise, it's also not a good thing to be chronically under eating because uh, you're then going to hamstring the the recovery that you can make from your training. If you're hamstringing the recovery that you can make for your training, you're also then going to be subsequently in future sessions hamstringing your performance and therefore hamstringing the amount of adaptation that you can make. So you're, you're holding yourself back from the gains, right? If you're too, if you're uh, completely and constantly under recovered, so it's always a good idea to know how where you know 
you know, be accurate as you can to begin with, but really have a good idea of um, where your calories are at. I think first things first, that is the most important thing that everyone should be doing fairly regularly. You don't have to be tracking all the time, but at least to start with, I think you need to be tracking to get a good idea of where your calories, um, carbs, protein, fats are at. After a while, especially if you're eating the same foods day in, day out, you know, um, any if you're eyeballing quantities and it's pretty much the same stuff day in, day out, week in, week out, and your weight is trending in the direction that you want, everything's happening how you want, then yeah, you're fine to probably stop tracking from there. That like I, there's no need to be doing that, it's particularly if you have no real body weight goal, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight. I think you know, for the most part, you can take. Uh, some time off of tracking that would absolutely be fine but that would be after a good period of tracking and knowing that your weight is trending in the right direction that your food is where it needs to be now where does your food need to be what sort of um where, where should your calorie intake be because that's what we're going to set to begin with because carbs protein and fat are all sources of calories that the body uses in different ways so the, the most important thing is uh, if we're looking at as our macros as um, three sections of a pie chart, our calories are going to be how big that pie chart is to begin with. And that is massively, massively individual. I cannot set that for you um, on this YouTube video, on this podcast. It just isn't going to happen. It just because we have so many differences in our size, in our goals, in our activity. So in how much calories we need in, in terms of a day in, day out, um, and even an average you know, some people can be on their feet for most of the day. Some people can be sat doing, particularly during lockdown. Like for me personally, I, I was very inactive. Now I'm training kind of at least twice a day, either with jujitsu or with weights or with running, or if I'm on my feet doing rugby coaching now, I'm out a lot. I'm on my feet a lot. And therefore the calories that I have to now intake are, are greatly higher, uh, even though I'm not trying to gain the weight that I was before. So it, it, it changes not even just person to person and body weight to body weight, but the same person in different situations over time. So really there is no, there's, there's no fucking use in me telling you how many calories you need to eat or even giving you a calculation like, because it can, because there's so many different things that will go into that calculation. Now, what I've done is I've gone one better the rugby muscle macro calculator is also linked in the description below or linked in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast click that you'll be able to uh, get linked to a google sheet that you can copy create your own make that edit and you'll be able to figure out exactly how many calories by um, either in pounds or not pounds yeah by your body weight in pounds or kilograms if you enter that stuff you can use imperial metric whether you're bulking or cutting or whether you want to stay the same you have a projection, an idea of how many calories. Even then, that is just a starting point. The idea with the calculator is that you would use that to get a starting point, have a go, see where your weight reacts to from that, and then adjust accordingly. And, and you know, if you're if you're gaining weight when you shouldn't be, then you would adjust those calories down. You've you've you know the prediction has gone wrong on that end. Or if you're losing weight when you're not trying to be losing weight, same thing. You would add in calories because your prediction's gone off or whatever. So. Like I say, even with a a somewhat complex Google sheet with like multiple calculations going in there, it still is just an estimate. So um, there's no use me saying the calories, but use that um, use that macro calculator to figure out the calories. Go from there and adjust however you need to. Now uh, with protein, 
you might notice with that calculator, it's quite high. And I, I really do believe in quite high protein, particularly for rugby athletes, more high, higher, more higher, higher than most people will be recommending because, um, I really do think that you need to be covering your basis and, and you can like, as an athlete, like you're training, you're doing physical things that you need to repair tissue from. So, you know, if you're play, if you're just a rugby player, you'll be sprinting, you'll be uh, running around, you'll be exerting yourself in a, a quite a heavy way. And that's before we've even talked about the lifting and the other training, all that stuff will need repair. Hi guys, I just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete, then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies. That is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions, the physique nutrition crash course video series, the supplement guide, and newly added is a macro calculator. Yes, that's right, a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein, carbs, fat, and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from. This will help in conjunction with your 53 conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete. All that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown. On top of that, this, you, your body needs to repair from the collisions, like literal bruising, literal stuff that is breaking down, um, you know, the bruises and stuff which is breaking down the tissue. You need to repair that with protein. Protein is how you build that up. And so you need to go quite high on the protein. Um, if you want to grow, then you, you might even need to repair even more, right? So you might even need even more protein. You're not even just repairing to get back the stuff that's broken. You're looking to repair and then add extra mass on top of that. So you'll need, that needs to come from somewhere and that somewhere is protein. You'll hear protein be called um, building blocks a lot of the time. And for me, it kind of works. I like to use that analogy, but I've, I've got another one. So bear with me. If you want analogies about buildings, about construction and how they sort of work with macros, go watch the muscle building series. Cause that does sort of touch on that quite well. But I think rather than saying that the, the, the protein is a building blocks, like I said, in the muscle gain series, it's actually more like the muck, the, um, the glue, the thing that glues those bricks together, because you can make the mix um, and your body then uses that mix to, you know, actually build that building, right? But it doesn't matter, um, how, quite how much muck you have. Like, you just need to make sure that you've always got enough to build. If you have too much, it doesn't mean you can build faster, right? Because you're held back by the bricks, by the workers doing it and all that other stuff. And if you have too much, it actually ends up being a waste because that muck then dries and you, you cannot use it. Same thing with the protein kind of because the body will just piss it out if you have too much protein and it ends up being kind of useless. I've learned that the hard way. And, you know, even though I say this protein is fairly like this protein that you'll be get, you'll get through the rubby muscle macro calculator is kind of high. It's also um, not as much as like a lot of bodybuilding and protein supplement companies and all these uh, uh, sources of information might recommend. Um, I've fallen for that. I've gone the wrong way there. Where I've had like so much protein. I've done my protein kind of way back, particularly as I don't eat meat. Um, and I've found it made no difference, right? I've And even then, since bringing it back down, I've, I've tempted or I've been tempted and I've gone higher a little bit. 
I've not really not much noticed much of a difference. Um, I've not really been lower much. Um, I should say I set mine at around two grams per kilogram of body weight. Um, and actually I use two grams per kilogram of total body weight and I'll ramp it up maybe sometimes in hypertrophy phases just because I'm going so high on the calories. Um, when I do put in a good hypertrophy phase that I don't really want to be in like potato sandwiches. I'd rather get some protein in there. So I'll put the protein a little bit higher. Or I want to make sure that I'm really covering my bases because the whole point of a, you know, a hypertrophy phase is to gain as much muscle as prop as possible. I don't really want to be holding myself back by potentially emitting some protein. And you know, when you're in a calorie surplus, you kind of have that luxury in my opinion. Um, I was going to say that I've also tried going lower, but to be honest, I find it kind of hard because it's ingrained within me to have a decent portion of protein at every meal. So um, maybe I will experiment with uh, lower protein at some point in the future. But again, that might not be a good reference for rugby players because I'm no longer suffering from the collisions and the, um, you know, the, the, the physical nature of, of rugby competition. Yes, I'm grappling, but there's no real impact like there is in a game of rugby that will cause that disruption that will need to be repaired by protein. So in summary, around two grams per kilogram of body weight for protein. This is set after your calories, but it's set before fats and protein. It's really important to make sure that before fats, before fats and carbohydrates. It's really important to make sure that you're getting enough protein once you've figured out how many calories. And, and having more is not necessarily better. Having less is not necessarily better. You just need to make sure you're not you're eating enough. And it doesn't really in my opinion, change whether you're in a fat loss or a, a muscle gain phase, unless you're someone that just wants to hold on to or gain as much muscle as possible, and then there's potential to add in more protein. Okay, so hopefully that all makes sense so far. We'll wrap this up, or we won't wrap this up, but we'll we'll finish off this um, calorie discussion with the other side of the coin. So we've got our protein, we've got our calories. Now the rest of those calories coming are going to be coming from fats or carbohydrates. Um, and the reason I'm saying it like that is because they cannot be set uh, independently. You can't just set your fat number and then set your carb number because they are filling up. Like, you know, you've got your calorie allotment, you've got your protein allotment, and you need to then... F- you know, whatever you, however much carbs you have, you then have to account the fats for the same thing. So the higher the fats, the lower the carbs need to be and vice versa. Since the calorie goal is already set, protein goal is already set. So you've only got a certain amount of calories for both fats and carbs. So it's not, you know, you can't just have high carb, high fat, high protein. That doesn't make sense. It's all medium, right? Because it's within the realm of how many calories you have. It's a thing that people don't see, still seem to grasp in their head. So, both fats and carbs are the fuel sources. They can't do the jobs that protein does, uh, but protein can weirdly do the job that fats and carbs do. That's too much information. You don't need to worry about that. Um, the reality is that fats are easier to store as fat because, uh, guess what? They're, they are fat. Um, and if we want to use the fats as energy, which they can be used as, as energy sources, like I say, both fats and carbs are energy sources, they need to be converted kind of to carbs, whereas carbs are already there, ready to be utilized. So from this introduction, you should understand that like my preference is to maximize the amount of carbohydrates that you have because that is the energy source that you want to perform at your best to recover. If your body is using energy, for the most part, it's going to be, you know, no matter what, 
unless you're in ketosis, which don't you don't need to be in ketosis, your body is going to utilize glycogen for energy, which it comes from carbohydrates. So even if you're using fats for the energy, the body has to go through this process, which is somewhat laborious, um, to convert the fats into carbohydrates and then into finally into energy from there that the body can use. So if you want to maximize energy, you want to go on the lower end of fats and the higher end of carbohydrates. Um, but just beware if you do that, like, you know, the lower that you set the carbohydrate, uh, the, the fat level, um, using the calculator, bearing in mind, you're not, you're not setting your fat to complete nothing because the fats are important. You need a minimum amount of fats for, um, hormone control and to, to help the body function efficiently. But once you, again, it's sort of like protein in that way that once you've got enough, more isn't necessarily better. After that, it's just all about, um, your energy. And so therefore, once you've got your minimum, you want to then from there try and maximize the amount of carbohydrate you get from there. But, reality is that this ends up being more of a personal preference question than it does a performance question because um it can become really awkward if your fat is like too low especially if your carbs are real mega high um it means you have to eat constantly be in like low fat alternative foods um or yeah i remember a point when i was in my um muscle gaining phase last year where i couldn't really eat too many oats because oats end up being too high in fat compared to like your rice and so i'd have cream of rice and which is delicious by the way but it just ends up being a bit of an inconvenience and if you eat out a lot um if you're eating with family and stuff it it just ends up being a lot more hassle than it is worth it's just easier to push that fat number a little bit higher because if you're constantly you know even if you say in theory okay it doesn't matter i'm going to really try and do this the best if you don't end up hitting your numbers and if you're constantly missing out on your numbers, that can be really demotivating and stop you from being consistent. So in theory, higher carbs, lower fat within the um, numbers that you can get from the rugby muscle macro calculator are going to be best. But the reality is, um, you know, it's more about your lifestyle and your personal preference. And then over time, maybe you can make those adjustments. Um, but speaking of which, it might be an even better idea and a more convenient idea if consistency, consistency is something and that holds you back. And if you've never really stuck with like this macro calculator thing, you found it too awkward, particularly you've, you've not hit your fat numbers enough or you've gone too low or too high on your fat, a good idea would be just to set yourself a protein goal and a calorie goal. Because like I've already said, both the fats and the carbohydrates are sort of interchangeable. So, um, you know, if you if you if you're low on carbs or you're high on fat, the body can still use that fat for energy and vice versa. Um, it can just be a really as long as you've got enough fat, it can just be a really good workaround to to sort of suit your lifestyle. Make sure you're eating enough calories. Make your tracking a lot easier. Make your whole process a lot easier, and really just get you focusing on eating enough energy and also eating enough protein. And this works fantastic for beginners, but only once they wrap their head around it. Like too many people don't get it they're like oh, okay but what if i've gone over on my carbs and i'm saying boy you just go low on your fat okay but what about my calories i'm like well then that that will take care of your calories your, your goal is your protein number your fat i mean damn it i don't help the process when i when i mess up my words like that so it's your protein number your calorie number and from there you're set right you've got enough energy for the body you've got enough protein to you know help with all the recovery and training process and building processes that you want you're good to go. 
Once you've wrapped your head around that, you can then, and you've got consistent with your calories, you can then sort of tweak your foods so that you can look for uh, potentially to see if you feel better, um, higher carbohydrate, lower fat food, which will then help you have, provide energy for your training and your recovery as long as that fits your lifestyle. And if it doesn't, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't make too much of a difference. So there you have it. Macros for players explained. Um, Cliff Notes once more. Make sure you're getting in enough calories, but if you're getting in too many, then you're end up uh, chronically overeating, putting on unnecessary weight and compromising your performance. Make sure you get enough protein. You can go higher to a point if you really want to maximize the amount of muscle that you have, but for the most part, it isn't always going to be necessary, but you've got to make sure that you get enough. And then cap, uh, carbs and fats are somewhat interchangeable. In an ideal world, you're going to go higher on the fats and lower on the carbs. The low end of carbs, by the way, would probably be something like one gram, maybe a little bit less per kilogram of body weight. Um, you want to make sure you get in a little that much fat, but um, at least. And then again, from there, you're going to um, allot the rest of your calories between however your body finds it or however your lifestyle finds it convenient to eat your carbohydrates and your fats. Um, in an ideal world, high carbohydrates. All right. Be Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode that of the Robin Monster Podcast, much, um, then I've got a quick little request and a potential video, prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to so Apple Podcasts and type up a five star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback. It also helps us reach higher rankings to get more exposure, allowing me to attract more guests. Let us know any questions time to develop in a better all around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting in one review or checking give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.